Hello and welcome to the Cynic Weekly. I am your host, Louis McCaffrey, and tonight I'm joined by three fuds with the same name. It's uh, Chris. Hi. Chris. One hoops now. And Chris. Hello. Three Chrises. Um, this is going to be a therapy session for the first half anyway. Um, I'll be honest with you, since we got pumped out of Europe uh, on Thursday, I muted the group chat. Couldn't deal with it. Muted the group chat. I muted the word Celtic on Twitter. Um, can I, can I jump in for a second? I did no, because this is what's going to happen all night. Uh, no. Okay. Um, I actually didn't really look on Twitter much at all. Um, for a few days, took some a few days out because I was genuinely quite upset. Um, more so than I think I've been in a while, even after the close result. Um, so we're not going to necessarily go over all the kind of main points of the game I think we're more going to talk about you know what we've been left with and how we were feeling in the aftermath can I, can of it can I come in Jesus Christ right go on just that uh, we watched it just before we started recording ah we watched the highlights yep we watched the highlights so me Samani and uh, Chris Bowd your 20 <laughs> more than 20 year old friend I've, I've done it right a while well we watched the game literally we watched the the highlights before we started recording. Is that the first time you've watched it, Chris? First time I've watched the highlights I, since being there, right? Aye. You've had a few Capri Suns tonight, haven't you? So uh, you're, you're feeling a bit under. No, no, I, ju I just mean like, so like, I didn't realise how bad it actually was in terms of how bad we lost. So um, I just want to highlight that it's, we lo it was bad. Off to a great start. But um, I pumped out 3-1 <sighs> on the night. Uh, thoughts? That was disgusting. It was disgusting, and I think the fact that we know <clears throat> that was a that was a winnable tie. Um, Copenhagen, all due respect to them, aren't a fantastic side. No respect. Well, no res respect to them. I respect them as a team. I fucking don't. Neither Samani. He's doing a fucking. He's shaking his head. Um, the, the, the quality of this podcast. This should this should come with a, like a sticker on it. <laughs> Warning, rambling piss artist content. <laughs> I always wondered what it would be like on the other side of this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what drinking on a Tuesday does for you. He's actually holding his glass like he's the milk tray man or something. <laughs> right? But he's definitely not the milk tray man. He's now wiping gin out his beard. Bowed. Go on. Uh, I was fucking shite. To be honest, I was like gal. Uh, after it, I did a few uh, before it. And on the walk up, I was a wee bit naughty. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, as soon as it finished, instead of going home like a sensible person, I went to the pub and started gubbing rums. So my memory of it's a little shaky. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was fucking horrible. Well, let's, let's kind of break it down a little bit. First half, what was what was your thoughts, Samani, at half time? Did you think we were, you know, did you think that we were kind of totally out of sorts or I, personally I kind of thought that we were doing alright I kind of enjoyed the first half I get the, the whole I, I think it was um, Kieran Devlin had an article uh, before the game uh, that week on The Athletic talking about uh, you know the kind of risk and reward nature to how Celtic are playing just now and how it's kind of you know organised chaos if you like Um I get that, and I thought it was very much like that in the first half, but I was actually quite enjoying what I was watching. I thought that, okay, we weren't, we didn't have a cutting edge, but we'd created a few chances, and I, I was optimistic for the second half. Um, you took the words out of my mouth. We lacked a cutting edge, but I, was, I wasn't 
wasn't displeased with it, if you know what I mean. I just thought, what what was apparent um, for that game was until Jozo scored. I don't think they looked threatening. Jozo scored. Jozo gifted Jozo, them. Yeah. Jozo gifted them a goal. I don't think they looked threatening at all. Nope. And in the first leg, in the first half, when we were pummeling them, um, they seemed quite impotent. Now, th- that gave them a real kind of spur, spur on. We had, had some good chances, um, as you say. Um, El Yunusi could have put one in the net. Even in the second half, when you look back at the highlights, it cuts out a lot of the dross. But that's because, although Copenhagen were more potent going forward than us, they weren't, there was nothing really clear-cut coming from them. Yeah. So I didn't. I wasn't unduly concerned in the first half. I thought we would we would get a goal and they wouldn't be they wouldn't be much of a threat. So like yourself, I wasn't I wasn't delighted with the first half, but um, I was happy enough with it because I thought we looked as if we were going to control the game. The nah. when the when the starting eleven came out, nah, um, nah to that. Chris Ayer was playing right back. We seemed to be going back to four two three one. Um, what did you think before the game? Not not in hindsight, but before the game when you saw Ayer right back and going back to that formation, obviously one benefit being that you get El Yunusi in, who played well yeah. in the first half. Were you happy with it? Um, when I saw the, 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 the team, I thought, that's a team that can beat Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, I thought we absolutely had enough in our... Um, in our we had locker. Enough, Say locker. Locker. <laughs> I just think that... Arsenal. Satchel. Essentially, I think that what happened was that if you look at the St. Johnston game, and if you look at the... Yeah, no, no, no. We can talk about it. But, like, you know, if you look at the the Cluj game um, back in August, you get to about the 65th minute, and then all of a sudden it becomes mental, and shit happens. And that's what happened. In the game against Copenhagen, I thought Celtic were fine. It wasn't a big deal. Jozo passes that ball back. As soon as the goal is scored, they're they're through. I think the I turned to Claire. I was I was there with my my, my wife. Bowdy was there, and I messaged Bowdy. I think I texted him and I said, "Oh, we're fucked now." As soon as they scored, they had that. They had the upper. Um, they. You know they Walker. up. Satchel. Nice. Arsenal. They they had the upper hand. Uh, I think we were we were in trouble. And uh, Celtic should not be losing to Copenhagen three goals to one. Celtic should potentially lose to Copenhagen one goal to nil, or you know it should be a close game. I'm not saying we're that far better than Copenhagen, but we shouldn't be getting essentially rinsed. By Copenhagen, four one on a four two on aggregate. <laughs> Fucking hell! I well, I mean, you say that the game is over when it goes one nil. Yeah, yeah. Ob- ob- obviously, Yozo, you know, comes down with the the eye of virus, and uh, he makes an absolute royal eye of it. Um, you're disgusting. Ayer, Ayer played um, really well against Copenhagen. I don't know what you're really, really. Did you watch the goals? Anyway, um, comparing Ayer to we go down we go down one nil. Um we eventually get the penalty awarded after yes. VAR spots a handball um yeah. and the decision is given to award the penalty. Eddie who Griffith's I think morning we, comes in handy I, th- I think we can all agree Eddie didn't have his best night at all, but he steps up and 
you know, dispatches that penalty with absolute class. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. At that point, it's 1 1. It's going to go to extra time. As it stands, there's eight minutes left in the game. What happens? Why don't Why don't we see that out? Are we just taken over by the noise of the stadium? Did, I mean, usually these players are really good when it comes to managing games. Yeah, it was amateurish. I mean, <clears throat> well, what's the difference between this and Cluj? One team's from Denmark, and the other's from Romania. Okay, that that yeah. that's the only difference because everything else is exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's... Y- 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 on you go. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't think the first half went as well as you guys did. I, it, it wasn't as, obviously, it wasn't the disaster that the second half was, but I, I think you could see a lot of the players weren't there the first half. Um, like a couple maybe were doing all right. Moy had obviously that the, the chance that he misses, but he has that burst and run that looks good. McGregor did a couple of things, I think, that looked all right. And that's probably it. Um, but Brown didn't look at the races. He didn't look fit. He couldn't chase that balls back. He, his positioning wasn't what it usually is. Um, and this comes back to, so I'm going to jump in here. This comes back to what we did in January. So what do you want in January? Do you want players who can come in and walk into the team? Or do you want, you know, Sorrow? But, but, no, but no matter who you sign... No matter who you sign in January, there, there's no way that any of you would have said play him instead of Scott Brown. But if no Scott way. Brown, if, if Scott Brown's injured, you but, I, 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 but, but see, you would still so play. Scott I see that the, the, the thing about Brown there is right. If he's fit, or if he's even if he declares himself able to play, Lennon's going to play him. Now, that's so. Is it Brown's fault? No, 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 no absolutely not. Absolutely. It's not it, no, but. But we lost the battle of the midfield, right? In midfield, we were overrun. The two reasons for that were <coughs> Scott Brown was clearly unfit. Yes. And if you're going to play Tom Rogic there, you need the two players to do yeah. the work to be to be on form. I thought, Tom, I thought Tom Rogic played okay. And I, I, I think half, I right? think in the first half he, he played quite well too. But when they see when the the impetus changed when they Jozo made his calamitous. Jozo-esque mistake that was it the impetus was gone and and you know I've a joke about Rodrik and stuff like that I think he's a good player Rodrik but in those situations it's difficult for him they upped the pace they overran us in midfield and you've got Callum McGregor who essentially was was, was trying did, to kind of what, what did they do in midfield what do you mean? What did they do in midfield? Like so, like I'm not, I'm not, I, like they beat. They us. harried us. They pressed us with a high press, like they did in the first, the but second half of the first game. It, yeah, and it meant we had two. When the pace like that's increased, Rogic isn't good. Yeah, Brown is not up to. Was not fit. He right? wasn't fit. He yeah. really wasn't fit. So he was not at the races. Yeah, he couldn't you've got track McGregor back. McGregor trying to do three jobs. You've got McGregor yeah. doing that, and that impacted his performance. Now that's no, that's that's no criticism of them two because they've. Played big games for us in the past, especially Brown. Um, and you know, Roderick's capable, and he, he did have some nice stuff. He's crossing half time for Edward with pen, pinpoint. Chris, on his when head. you were at the game, but when, when you were at the game, Chris, I hadn't finished. Sorry, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Louis, host, you need to bring this in. You but need get, to bring get, him in. No, he's made that water Irish. That's where he's gone, <laughs> man. Tam wasn't handling it, but he did have some nice touches. Yeah, right. So what are you saying? 
my, my, my point would be that having been there and seen it and been I, I was but you were at the game Chris yeah I was at a game I was at the game and I, I, any game just that uh, game carry on it, ju- it just seemed to be from the kick off we didn't really know what we were doing no there was just to come back in on that in the first half you've had to um, talked about this organised chaos or whatever it is that Lennon's got and stuff like that <clears throat> I think the first half, there was a, we were slightly disjointed. We lacked a cutting edge, certainly. But did I think that Copenhagen looked particularly potent? I Absolutely think that, I think not. I think they're garbage. Well, they I didn't think have a garbage. shot on target and Absol- we had a few chances. Yeah, yeah. They looked, they looked, they looked Is broad. this the worst team we've ever lost to from a knockout point of view? From a knockout point of view? We've lost to bad. Well, you know, there's been ties that we could win. See that Zenit tie? People talk about Zenit. But they're a bigger club, a better club than... Well, maybe they are. Is it the worst we've lost from a knockout point of view? Well, maybe, but let's be honest, we don't really do very much in the knockout. See, but the Cluj, the, this, yeah, sorry, Louis, you. No, 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 bad. The Cluj result in this, you walked away from that game, yeah. and I thought, how did we lose to them? Because see, if we played Copenhagen on Saturday, I think we'd beat them. Yeah, but do you know, you like Chris said earlier about you know what's the difference between them and Cluj? Well, Cluj happened at the start of the season. We should have learned from it, and yeah, we haven't. Yeah. The fact that the two results were so similar, yeah, that that similar is a yeah, glaring yeah, deficiencies and, and doing, you know same sort of mistakes. That's the worry, and yeah. this this team has been agreed. You know, one of the strongest points of it has been its mentality is you know never say die and being able to grind out results, and you know you win a treble treble you clearly got the mentality of winners for the clues one to happen you know alright these things happen but for it to happen twice in one season at, the, at a European level I just can I jump in I mean I, my, my, my fear is not now my fear is it's June and July because essentially the mistakes we made in August last year or September last year, when we lost to Cluj, exactly the same as what happened last last week. Yeah, Chris, Chris, and Boud, tell me. I well, I want. He hasn't necessarily learned from that mistake. But another point I wanted to make, or just touch on something you t- mentioned earlier. Touch it. I, I will touch it. Um, I want bringing in your body. someone in January. We we're talking about, you know, if Sorrow's not first team ready. As much as you can talk about Brown would have played that game, Copenhagen, if he's fit. If we had someone else that could have walked into the first team in Brown's position, he would not have played the games he has up until this point. He wouldn't be carrying that see, same that, fitness that, and injury that, that, issue. That's the thing. This is this is what I I've, I have a big worry about, is that I don't think that's the case. I don't think that no matter who we have in, Wanyama. They're never gonna. But I just don't think they'd take over. Even if Wanyama was, there, I don't think he'd take over for Scott Brown. If, it, if even in a league game or a cup game before, and then in Europe, Scott There's, Brown is the man. He so is the he man. is going to play. So. But there would have be. He would have had a rest, I think. But if if we'd someone Lennon trusted to put in that team, I think he would have had some sort of rest. The the. <laughs> The man that seemed to be getting the most anger during the game and after the game was Jozo. Yes. He did have a shocking performance. Absolutely shocking. Is this... What happens with him? I'm I'm done. I've defended him in the past. I think, you know, he's done all right when he's came in at points. His fitness is questionable. 
I saw him I'm in the West End. Just, he looked so nice. He was such a nice guy. Jozo looked bad in the first half. Then just continue that forward with his mistake. The bottom line is, it's not even as if the guy can't play games for a start. So you can't, even if he gets a run and that's what gets him up to speed, you know, that that's not going to happen with his injury record. Can he play in plastic pitches? And then when he comes on, um, he put, puts in performances like that. I'm done with the guy. Beaton came on in the, the, the St. Johnston game and was far superior to him. A converted defensive midfield player. End of. If you give me a choice between him and Beaton, I take Beaton any day of the week. Jozo, for me, shouldn't have a future at Celtic anymore. Do you think he will, see, since he came, See, since he came back in as well, Lennon's been saying fairly regularly he's come in and performed well. Nobody's agreed with that. Mm. Now, I, I, to be fair to Jozo, he's, 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 he's had real injury problems since he got here. So, for someone so young, well, he's probably a bit older than we think now, his career's probably been hampered by the injuries. But that's not something we can carry anymore. And no. at that level, that wasn't just Jozo in terms of if you see the second goal, um, the positioning from Taylor, really, really poor. Um, you can point the finger at a lot of performances, but Jozo stuck out by being really, really bad. Mic drop. Lovely. Um, <clears throat> do you think we'll see him again? Who, Jozo? Yep. Yeah. Why? Because he's one of Lennon's favourites. Because Lennon likes him. Um I think Jozo's not good enough. I I don't think Taylor's good enough. Um, I think that we watched the um, the Copenhagen game just before. I'm 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 smashed, right? I'll be honest. But we watched the Copenhagen game, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, like the the third goal specifically, um, Taylor is nowhere to be seen. Um, you know, people blaming center halves for positioning and you know the fact the fact of the matter is Joseph's not good enough Taylor's not good enough but this comes down to what you want from a Celtic team in a European performance so essentially what I would say is who would you say can build a bridge love can build a bridge Boris Johnson's Tory government between Scotland and Northern Ireland. Then <laughs> he put it back to the. Um, this is as succinct as Christian Wolf's monologues. Um, Excellent point. What, thank what, you. What did um, look I at, want to know look, what this bridge chat's about? Oh, the, the, I, no, no. Go, go back yeah, to him. The okay. bridge is done. Um, the bridge did, is over. What did um, what did Lennon get wrong? Looking Lots. at the, the starting eleven, the so, game itself. What did he get wrong? Because I are hold right on, back. Hold on. One point first. You ask the, a question. Hi, and carry on. You can carry me. on with your point, gal. Thank you. <laughs> How dare you? Um, the clues game he learned from his mistake of playing McGregor at left back. I think you know it was glaringly obvious. I think he has learned from that. We've not seen him back there. But this is the same mistake. It's playing yeah. someone at yeah. full back who isn't a full back. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's the same McGregor and Cluj. McGregor's one of our best midfielders, so you lose him, and then you've got him at left back where he isn't yeah. particularly good. Yeah. Ayer, one of our best centre backs, whatever you think of him, it's got to be him and Julian as our top two. Um, so you're losing yeah. your best centre back, our second best centre back, and he's had some okay performances at right back, but he's not ah, a right he's back. Had one, he's had yeah. one good And that's against non European opposition generally. Um, so uh, that's a big mistake. 
using that to get Yozo on the team appears to be another mistake. Playing a clearly unfit Scott Brown is another mistake. There's a lot of mistakes here. What What do you think? And then Le- changes wise, there wasn't a lot going on there. What do you think Lennon learns learned from that game? What do you think he takes away from it? Because surely he's got to have looked back at it and very little. You don't. Oh, fuck. sorry, lads. Real lack of professionalism tonight. Um, what, what does he take away from it? Very little. I, I don't know. That's. I think you're right. See, that's the thing about Lennon. He's done rem- remarkably well. We can't criticise Lennon for the consistency we've shown in the league. The two results against Lazio, ultimately, I suppose, overall meaningless, were great memories. And it, you know, you look back in that away win in, in, in Rome. Topping a Europe, Europa League table is again. It an means achievement. fuck all. It means fuck all. Right. Now. But the point it means fuck all. The point. Honestly, the thing about Lennon is you don't. I don't trust him enough in terms of learning from it. If do you know what I mean? What's he going to take away from that? I don't know. What's he going to change? I mean, he's obviously he's going trying to change. To... Fuck. Oh. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, I'm going to the toilet. Do you think? Do you think it, it taints what we did in the group stage a bit, about? Because right, oh, oh, it's fresh right now. See, no. See down the line. We'll think about the victory. Do you remember when we um when we played against um who did we play against? We played against Somebody don't remember. Yeah, some uh, I, I, we all will. We'll remember that and Cham goal against Lazio. It's a great memory and we've got it. Um right now you don't want to think about that, and that's understandable because we get beat by a team we should have beaten. We should have beaten them in Denmark with the chances to do it. And we should have beaten but, them but, at home. But the th- the thing is, you you, you but, put in all the hard work to get yeah. there, going through that group, and then, which is which. First of all, was a really really strong group against I, some really good teams. I, exactly, and Celtic you, have traditionally we get hard draws. We got a very hard group. We top it, and then we get out and we get what is one of the easiest draws we could have got. And obviously, it changes things if we went through. But you look at Copenhagen's draw, Istanbul. You would have thought that we, if we got that, we would have a good chance. The, the, the other thing is it's fucking shocking. The other know. thing is this is a Copenhagen team that just had a, pish. A, a break. The fucking pish. They just had a They're break. garbage. Sorry. They just had a break from domestic football. They come back. They lose three games in the league, and then they're playing us. So it's not as if we're playing against a team who are at the peak of yeah. their powers either. They're garbage. Um, they're, I mean, we, we've lost to. It's a trash fire. Sorry, sorry, jump in, Louis, but um, and I know you're doing very well, and I'm very proud of what you've done with the, you know, the Sunday weekly. Sunday weekly. In the last couple of weeks, thanks. But I walk back in the room and it's utterly honking a drink in here. <laughs> Can I just make one point? Um, so, fucking succinct, uh, please. The point, the point I'll make is that see Celtic losing to a team who are better than them. I get it; it works. It's you know we took Valencia to penalties. We 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 lost to um, plenty of teams who are better than us, and that, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. If you have a team that has uh, a bigger um, budget, who plays better, who absolutely Copenhagen. Okay, that's the point. Copenhagen. No, 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 aren't... no, no, no. My, my problem isn't the fact that we lost to Copenhagen. My problem is the fact that Neil Lennon went, "Oh well, you know that happens." 
Well, that, well he's got the rest of this. He's got to move on. Oh no, no, but it's, you know, no, no. Neil Lennon for me should be more annoyed than us and be like, you know what? We we we're focused on the ten, but, but hold on a minute, because. We're six months away from fucking the Champions League qualifiers. Hold on, I would look. I would look at how he handled the press after the game and contrast that to how Steven Gerrard handled the press after no, the Hearts game. No, we can't compare them because they're, they're fucking no, no, but one, chalk one, and cheese. One manager was full of emotion and probably didn't handle it. I think Neil Lennon. Okay, we maybe don't like it after the game, but see in terms of the fact that he's going to go back into a dressing room with his players and everything like that. What he said to us, to the press, to the he, he said exactly what he should have yeah. said. He might have said something completely different when he went in a changing room, but publicly he handled it. We win together, we Didn't lose throw together. His players under no, the bus. Yep. No shit. Even back Joseph up when any man in the dog could see that he oh, was a big part hold of the Hold on, can, can can let's let's what? Of course let's, we should do so that. What do you want him to do? What, what do you want him to do? do? He says I'm not going to single players out, but Nikola Katic. Exactly like Gerard did. No, you, you know you're full of Gerard. What, Lennon, what Lennon says to the squad after that game is different. From what he says to the press. Yep. We all know we are. That's why we are here discussing and we discuss with other Celtic fans. Chris Amani, is that the worst? No, you're see, that, that, see the hyperbole uh, coming uh, through no, you because no, you've no, had no, a couple no, of cheeky no, waters by no, the way. No, 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 no. I'll tell you this right now. Is <laughs> that is that, like the, is that the worst um, defeat we've had from a knockout <laughs> point of view ever? <laughs> No, no, no. Just for, <laughs> That's just five minutes Against ago. a Danish team, <laughs> is it? In the last seven days. Is, uh, is, is that the worst knockout defeat we've had? Uh, Copen, Copenhagen ever. have 100 fans. Ever. Oh, silence from, from everyone. Is that the worst <laughs> defeat we've had from... Jesus Christ. Ever? No, from like... From a knockout con- Contemporary. Like, Are we including qualifiers? No, we're talking about actual knockout stages. Just going to give an answer. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, one last thing. Before Christopher Heidecker is uh, happy you answered this question. One, one last thing before we move on from from Europe. Um, there's been a wee bit of talking, wee bit of debate about whether Europe is a bonus for us. Um, now, I, I think because of the times we find ourselves in, the fact that we're in a season where we could go nine in a row. Um, and it looks like hopefully we will and next year we're going to go for the 10 purely for these two seasons for right now and next year is it a bonus? no because of because of what we're going for? no it should never be a bonus we should always be aiming to do as best we can in Europe and see to be perfectly honest we should be in the last 16 what happens from there on in depends on who we got in the draw but we should at least have improved on last season Celtic as a club always have to strive to do as best they can in Europe it's something that we've built a lot of our heritage and our prestige across the world on I've always said it um, it's 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 something it's it's part of the bedrock of what makes our club special and we should always strive in any tournament we're in to go as far as we can yep. see by the end of this season though if we win if we win nine people will forget about it yeah but they should always. We should never go into a European tie thinking it'd be nice to get through. We should go into a yeah, European so tie, always striving to get as far as we can. Yeah. So Armani's right, and the thing is, if we win nine and then win ten, you know what? We won't really give a fuck if we don't even get into Europe next season at all. Um, but the thing is, we should be, 
And when we're talking about winning nine and ten, you know, how do we get players to come to us? How do we keep Eddies for another season? Yeah. yeah how yeah, do we have the money to afford those types of things? It's all about Europe and playing in those prestigious games. Where, People aren't coming <coughs> to pay, play against Hamilton. Where where does Europe come in the list of priorities each each season, each typical season? We need to Does it come Celtic second? Is, a, is the league always the number one priority? Yes. Yeah, the, the league Celtic Should need to win. Louis. Celtic need to win the league. Yeah, um, especially with Celtic and uh, it may change but if it does change it will change for a very short period of time Scotland have one Champions League slot Celtic need to win the league to try to get into that for a yeah. start also we need to win the league to get 10 in a row 9 and then 10 I think the league is always the number one priority though but uh, you, you know it doesn't need to be oh that's the number one priority so forget everything else we no, should be winning the league we should be doing as well as we can in Europe we should be developing young players that's yeah. what Celtic should be all about. I, I, I completely agree I, the only thing I would say is I think you know <clears throat> maybe going a bit further um, maybe going a bit further in European competition I think if you've done that it might hamper your domestic form you might see it might hamper our chance to win a quadruple treble it won't hamper our chance to win the league no but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm talking like typically maybe in the past mm. we've maybe not performed the same as in the league when we have got to maybe last stages and there is a bit of a hit because let's face it it's so difficult to maintain you know, constantly winning games in every competition you but play in all is, four competitions. When we talk about, uh, we look at the Seville run, you know, Celtic and Rangers um, were, were on the, the same level financially. That is not the case now. Yeah. Our wage budget is substantially larger than theirs. Our revenue is substantially larger than theirs. We should be able to maintain a squad that can do it domestically and still, you know, do what we can in Europe. That shouldn't be a challenge for us if we use our money right, if we've got scouts in the right place, if we're developing our young players. That should be perfectly perfectly um, achievable. Well, yeah. sadly, we had, you know, we the the good work that we've done in the group stage is the memories that we made playing Lazio and beating Lazio. And the um, friends, don't forget. They've kind of the been, Albanian president. They've kind of been bookended by some some pretty poor results and very disappointing moments of the year so far in, in Lennon's return. Um but that's your European football done for another season and we concentrate on domestic duties um, and we got back to that at the weekend. We were playing St Johnson away in the cup. Um we ran out 1-0 winners. I wouldn't say comfortable 1-0 winners, but 1-0. Um, the game ended and we went through. Um, it was a very difficult game to play in the worst pitch that I think we've played on in quite some time. Was that the worst pitch we've played out yes. <laughs> in a and knockout competition? Yes, five minutes. I'm going to say yes again. You know... Do you know, one one thing, <clears throat> when I was watching it, I was thinking, see the amount of stick that this league gets for the fact that there's artificial pitches? Jesus, I would have taken an artificial pitch over that nonsense at the weekend. See, I mean, I'm, when they went for uh, a corner, it was an absolute, it was just mud. See, I, I mean, you've seen the rain over the last two months. It's, it's been absolutely non-stop. Relentless. relentless. Like Celtic's domestic form. Ooh, I like that. Absolutely true. But it's... So you can understand why pitches might not be in pristine condition, but that yeah, now the game. The, now I'm glad the game was played and we get through. The last thing you'd want to do is fixtures yeah. to start pile up. Yeah, but 
you know, see if... <laughs> to see be fair, we've got a few midweeks, see. Well, that's true. If the uh, if that game had been cancelled, you probably wouldn't have been able to argue with it. It was, it was in some nick. Um, I'd like to think they could have done something with it, but my God, man, that was not, not a good surface to play football on. In the end, though, it was, it's a cup game. It's just about getting through and about the performance. You know, the yeah, performance wasn't great. I don't think it was a great performance, but at the same time, in those conditions, we did the job we had to do. Um, aye, as you say, it's a cup game. Win the game. Can you can you criticise the performance too much? Can you can you get at individuals when it is such a difficult pitch to play on? Or I know? thought we played. I thought we played fine. I thought we did what we needed to do. Um, there are certain players who um, struggled, but. Ugh, you know, we talked about it on the reaction, mm. Chris Armani. Um, Patreon.com slash 90 Minutes, Cynic. Lovely. Um, <laughs> Look at you, you look so fucking smug when you say that. <laughs> but, you know, when you play 3-5-2, people, you know, struggle in that position. Greg Taylor is someone who, who I, I, I like Greg Taylor. I, I wanted Greg Taylor in as soon as Tierney was... It was decided that he was going to go, which we knew straight off the bat. I said, and I said, said to all you, that I think Taylor could come in and he could do a job. But, you know, he took, you know, he came in just in September time, just before the, the, the window was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor struggled. And you said yourself that if Taylor had more time, that he would be able to, you know, adapt and adjust and... You know, Taylor's only played maybe fifteen games. Well, and and I think what, I think Taylor's a good player, but you know, what I, well, I think what I said was, he looks he looks like a Kilmarnock, a good Kilmarnock player who's not able to step up and be a Celtic player at this point. He doesn't do anything spectacularly bad, but nor does he do anything particularly well. You know, he's not very he's not the best at attacking defensively. Certainly in a three-five-two as a wing back, he seems a bit like a fish out of water. To be fair to him, he's a left back, not a wing back. So you you need to give yeah. him that, right? You need to give him more time to bed in, probably before you cast judgment. The jury's definitely out on him for me though. I yeah, don't think agreed. I don't Hayes came on and performed better than him and everybody's feelings in Hayes have been made clear. He ain't a left back, he ain't a wing back. He's just a wee guy that runs about, but tries that, really hard. But that, yeah, but, that, but, better than but, that, but that's the point, though. Like, what is so? What people need to realize is the difference between a fullback and a wingback, because mm-hmm. essentially, just because you can do one position doesn't mean you can do another. Jackie McNamara was a fantastic center, uh, you know, right back. But did Jackie McNamara play right uh, wingback? No, no, he didn't. And that's the thing. It's like you know, central could, midfielder. Yeah, centre half, you know, and and it's the same with them, um, you know, Didier Gat. Could Didier Gat play a right back? Probably not. But you know, it's like it's about you know taking players and looking at the situation and say what what position suits these players. You know, yeah, Gat did play right back sometimes. Probably just played it like a wing back. But. He's a better player. To be fair, but yeah. okay. So. Uh, Greg Greg Taylor's a really good footballer, no question, but he's not a wing back. I just, can't, aye. Sorry, when you go back. I'm still of the opinion that Ball and Golly should be a first choice left back and left winger. I don't but know what's going on. Do you, that. Th- do you think, think, think we all think that, though, it, right? It does seem as if. Is Lennon being stubborn here? Because that's kind of how it seems to me. It's one, he, I mean, he, there might be stuff going on, obviously, we don't know about that 
means there's a very good reason that you're but he's not been on back. the bench though that's the thing yeah. again I don't want to rewrite history with Ball and Golly he wasn't without major major Aye, but mess ups c- let, let, let's Let's but not Craig let, let's not for two games. Let's let, let's not say that um, Bolingoli was horrendous because he wasn't. He was actually quite good. Some t- <sighs> the Rangers game was shocking, but everyone's Rangers game was shocking. Yeah, I mean Bolingoli first choice. Taylor, see, see, see if you want to, if you want sense. to, if you want to, you know, get to the end of the season and say, do you know what? None of these guys are good enough for left back. That's fine. I think we'll sign a new left back in the summer. Let's see if we get rid of the three of them. If we get rid of Hayes and we get rid of Bolingoli and we get rid of Taylor, that's fine. But the, the the point the point of the matter is, I I think I think there's something in I think there's Side something in so strong in Hayes and Bolingoli. I think he's uh, sorry, not Hayes. Um, I know that I can get this Taylor. out. I think, think there's something inside Taylor. I think Taylor is a good footballer. As a left back, and I think Bolingoli is a good footballer as a wing back. But I love to kill McGregor running over and getting a shot, then going uh, back on. Yeah, when he hurt his shooter. Aye, uh, um, it was it was a caffeine shot apparently. So Neil Lennon said today. There you go. Um, <clears throat> so best and worst from the game. Obviously, we should mention obviously the goal. You know, there was a wee bit of debate as to whether Julian got a touch on it. It was it looked to me as if it was Christie's goal, to be honest with you. Did and Julian during the celebration seemed to point at Christie, I think, and ju- the interview after it he said that was yeah. Christie's goal. Um, um but you don't see any movement from it as well. Yeah. Best and worst performances anybody stand out you particularly happy with or, or beat on. Opposite? Beat on, yeah. Beat on. Beat on. What a fucking boy, by the way. Did you just go? Yeah, no, I've just pro- I'm just thinking of all the performances which were not great. I mean, even I don't know. Beaton might be. <sighs> what, do, what, might did be you th- what did you think of uh, Welsh when they played in the game against Hamilton? I, I would quite like to see him again. I, yeah. I'm not uh, Beaton at, at centre half for me. I'm not convinced. Uh, I think oh, right on. now, if you're just thinking about results, Beaton would should be chosen over Welsh. I would take Welsh over Yozo I'd, right now. Uh, I'm done with Yozo, um, and I'm not. A adverse to giving Welsh chances to get in, but we're focusing on winning a treble here. I, I, I just think Beaton, when, when someone actually I, puts pressure on him, I think he's yeah. great when he's got acres of space and time on the ball, see, but I, see when I, he's harried. See, the only, there's only a terrible. I, 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 I tend to disagree as well. I mean, the game at Ibrox this season, when El Hamid, El Hamid was. He's your boy. No, right. he's not. He he's not. He's, 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 he's broken. He's, 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 not he's, he's unreliable. He's, he's absolutely. Who do you fo- do, do you focus on? People who are, are reliable or he's. Listen, I want him to be good. I really do. I am on your oh, side. He's, it's it's like he plays. he's cool. He's class. He's unreliable. Who do you want? You want guys who are reliable. Well, you're talking and, about somebody having an injury and being unreliable. Give him a fucking chance here. Right. So, <laughs> no. so, so you're before, done, before, you're before done. no, no, you're no, no, no. Before you're he done. Say, before he saying for Celtic, you're done. He was out for a year there was a car crash or something I don't know um, <laughs> no he didn't it, it was a gap here he went travelling around Europe wrong with that, he was unreliable it? right El Hamed could be the man he said his injury was right however Beaton going back to the point Beaton was excellent at Ibrox 
earlier on in the season. He came on Great. and he was absolutely excellent. El Hamez had some excellent performances against them. Yeah, love but love the, point, the point being is the hardest game we're going to play between now and the end of the season is them at Ibrox. If he puts in a performance like he did the last time, no problem with beat on playing. Right, that. so is it, you know he went back to three five two. Right, let's yeah. just say three five two is a formation for domestic football now to the end of the season. <laughs> just who's them. who's your three at the back, Grant? Oh, You're saying beat on Iron Julian El Hamed if he's fit. If he's fit, oh, right. hold on, man. Good. Aye, that's it. It's El if he's fit, oh, if d- not Beton. But that's another point oh, I was going to make. Oh. We talked about we talked about the January transfer window. Now, if Neil Lennon knew that free at the back was what he wanted, we needed to buy another first team centre back. Needed to. Listen, I'm not listen, Neil Lennon. You're looking at me like, like I have offended this, you. This whole podcast a wee bit downbeat. Yeah, did, you hear, did, did you hear they get pumped half hearts? Yes! I, listen, come on! That's coming up. That's a segue. Um, and we, we've been kind of anti Lennon a bit here, but it, it is one of the worst. Per- I believe it's one of the worst knockout <laughs> Would performances Would you say it's the worst team we have ever <laughs> lost to? In a knockout no, no, situation? No, just ever. Ever, yes. Uh, Mr. Um, Super Cap- Copenhagen go ballistic Celtic are atrocious. That's um, my feeling in the matter. Captain, uh, president. Captain fantastic. Yes, can I can I just jump in for a second? Mail. If I was Two-footed, to say, don't you go. if we were to play three at the back, yes. Uh, Captain McCaffrey, leader of the uh, free world, the free world. This uh, this podcast. Who are you playing three at the back? No, I'm asking you if we oh, play, uh, if we play three at the back. Oh, it's, it's a no-brainer. El Hamid, Julian, and I. Chris Armani, he, he he said the same thing. Yeah, I, I would have. You, Chris? I would I would have certainly. Um, El Hamid's came in as a right back, but I would have Frimpong if we're playing a three. No, five no, two. just just My three at the back, based on what I've seen of them this season, it would be Julian Ayer and El Hamid. Can I ask you one question? Of course you can. Just one, and it's to you both to okay. an extent. Um. I just, you know, the guy's not played. El, ha- El Hamid's not played for, you know, he's been out f- just after the, the Lazio game. You know, he's been out since November. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying throw him back straight in, but if he's got any level of form that he's I capable just of... I just don't get this, this idea, like, you know, you just put him back in, you know. Like, this is a huge because fucking the, game. Because the alternative is... Probably, probably Bitton, Ayer, and uh, Julian. Which, if you said to me at the start of the season, I probably wouldn't have done it. Had a big jamble walked <laughs> in there. Uh, oh Jesus! On the jam um, why, why, why is so, about the big jamble? I don't know. Just okay, fair enough. Jamble, no, 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 that's fine. Big Martin Friel jamble. Um, um, so the, the rest. No, of no, the, that's not jamble. That's not going to work. Just let it. Just let it drop. It's not going to work. The the rest of the the cup. Results were as follows. Uh, Hibs beat Inverness 5-2. Um, Aberdeen beat St. Martin 2-0. And uh, hearts, hearts, glorious hearts. No, no. Scum. They're fucking yeah. scum. Oh, no, no, they're scumbags. Oh, I hate them. Not hate in that them. game. See when they play them. Lesser of two evils in that game. Um, they beat the Huns. They beat them 1-0. And they didn't just Hearts, hearts, glorious. Nah, fuck them. They didn't. Um, they didn't just beat them. They they absolutely dominated them. Did anybody watch it? I watched it. I watched it. I watched no. the. 90, I watched the ninety minutes. I wanted it all. Well, I see the, 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 the See if I've got a wee one of the wee apps on your your phone where you can set it to let you know if there's a goal. 
said like such an old man. Yeah, yes. it's gonna help. Okay Those are called notifications. Yeah. One of the apps on what's this called? Is it my phone, my jig? What's the speaking radio podcast thing? Listen, uh, calling it an iPhone listen, when it's an Android and all that. I taped the game. I taped the game on Wednesday. On the old VHS on eh? long play, so that I got the old, uh, the old, uh, what do you call it, the old punditry. But no, aye. Anyway, it flashed up when they get the gold chopped off. Yes, oh. and um, it. Delicious. And then it, it didn't. They didn't take it away. So see, for a long time, I was thinking, it's, it's actually nothing each because they've not taken that goal off. What? <laughs> for yeah. uh, viewers, uh, listeners at home, Gal has just brought the bottle into the room. Um, and I can't. And I so can't so I, I didn't Classy. think. I actually didn't think they'd scored when it was coming up one 0 on the thing. And what a pleasant surprise it was when I found out they had. Yeah, it was. Obviously, Morelos, Morelos didn't play. Um, he left him out because he was <laughs> he was late from Colombia, um, which is fantastic. Which he's apologised. And they were so bad. I mean, they were so so bad. Naismith in particular just absolutely dominated them. Um, so they go crashing out. That's it. Their season is done. It's over. They've got two diddy games where they're going to get pumped off a um, no, 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 Leverkusen. No, no, I'm surprised he's not gone. To be honest, I think if I think if Leverkusen battered them in the first leg and we win at Ibrox uh, a week on Sunday, I think that's it for Gerard. But what a collapse! What a collapse over, over the last couple of months. See what well, you found. See with Braga, um, Braga played straight into the, the uh, Rangers' hands in terms of when they're at their best is when they can sit back, soak up pressure, and try and hit teams in the break. What you find is in the second half of the season in Scotland, they're playing against teams who aren't coming at them and they don't have as much, they don't have the tenacity or the guile to break them down a lot of the time. Now, the Braga ties, the first the first leg capitulation aside, the wee bits I've seen of the second leg um, over there, that's exactly what they did. They looked, they just let Braga come at them, stood, uh, packed the box and they couldn't get past them. But, the role reversal of that came in the next game against Hearts where you've seen that when a team isn't coming at them in the same sort of manner, they find it difficult. Do you, you not know? think that Hearts came at them? Not in the same way. Hearts were Because I, 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 I watched that as well. And I, I didn't see much. Of, I didn't see any of the, I, I, the watched, Hearts game, I watched the Hearts game and I, I thought When I watched back the highlights and stuff like that. They absolutely outfought them. That's you know, what I mean. They outfought they, them they outfought rather than outplay them. Yes. Yeah. So, so why do we not beat them? Well, we do. How many times? We've not beat them in the last, uh, well, the last yeah, game. We've played three games and we've beat them okay. twice. But the last game, game we didn't perform perfectly. Okay. No, no, we okay. still beat them. Plus, they up their game and they're playing the, the greatest. Yeah. So we are absolutely the the greatest, right? So yep. what happened last time? We were outthought and outfought. I'm pretty sure there's a podcast coming can... up where we can we can talk about what happened. Yeah. But um yeah, get it right up them, I think, is sentiments that we would all echo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well done, Hearts. I just yep. the the fact that they're still in Europe irks me a wee bit. I am led to believe that Leverkusen will smash them, but I want them to actually smash them aye, because aye, whilst they're still in there, it, it does D- leave me a bit uncomfortable. Them. Double figures. Um so it is Celtic Aberdeen in the yeah. semi, and it's uh, uh, Edinburgh Derby in the other game as well. Fingers um, crossed for a half five Saturday night kickoff. Oh. 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 Listen, lads, the, 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 
quadruple trebles in the bag, isn't it? Really? I mean, Shut your fucking little. It's in the bag. Don't you dare harpoon this. I'm doing a harpoon. I'm doing a harpoon. Um, right, we're going to move on to the game tomorrow night. Massive game um, oh, in the league and a chance for a bit of revenge. We are away. We are in the Tony Macaroni. Big Macaroni fan over there, bowed. Vegan, vegan. Um, how are you feeling about the game? Is this. Is this the one that could really clinch it? Because I think when we've been looking at the games coming up over the last kind of month, I think this is the one that's you know stood the, out, and this could the be the fly one. in the ointment. The, the fly in the proverbial ointment, yes. Yeah, the ointment of winning the fucking league. Yes, nine in a row. Da, 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 da. <laughs> He's the same now after He's, this for a second. The charge uh, has kicked in. I no, I. I'm confident that we will get a result. I don't... I was going to say I don't think it'll be easy. You know what? When you come to predictions, I'm going to say 5-0. But I know it will, it will be a tough slog, but um, as disappointing as uh, uh, the result last week was, I think we'll, we'll show our metal and we'll, we'll get them pumped. So, Manny? Um, yeah, it's we've not only got this, but we've also got Easter Road coming up, which is a ground that's not been kind to us in the last wee while. So they they they're two games. Obviously, we drew one each um, earlier in the season. After if you had to beat. pick one to get three points, you'd pick Easter Road over the Tony Macaroni Stadium, eh? No, it wouldn't matter, would it? No, but no. if you had to pick one this season, it wouldn't matter. Uh, you would. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just take six, six points. points six points up for grabs, and you're saying you can only get you can only pick one and only win. Doesn't really matter, then, does it? Well, you know, I think the Tony Macaroni Stadium. We're not. It's a, a a far. It's like a cup final. If we win this game, I think we win the league. If we win on Wednesday, if we win well, tomorrow, the, the point, I think I think the league is won. The point. The point I was making is the, the we're going to these two great away grounds coming up shortly, and we we. we Despite the remarkable consistency, we slipped up earlier in the season. So I think we've got a point to prove at both of them. How do you, how do you think that game will affect things from from the the players' the, preparation point of view? Do you think they're going to, you know, they'll that, have the, yeah. that game hurt because it was right at an international yeah, break. We had two yeah, weeks that yeah. we had to dwell on it. Yeah, um, I, I do. I do think that they'll go. They'll be going there with a point to prove. I think Julian will be very up for it because I think his performance was affected by Dykes that day. Hopefully, he won't just headbutt him and get sent off. Yeah, well, that would be terrible. Uh, he can do that when we're throwing that. Eight ninth minutes. minutes so. That'll do. Um, but I'm I'm quietly confident about it. It's a bad pitch. It's never a good place to go. They'll be physical. We need to match them in that. Physical, we'll need to physical. see how fit Brown is. If he's a doubt, sorry, if he's still carrying a knock, not that it's probably going to happen, but I would consider putting McGregor in there and, and um, playing other players in there because it will be a battle and I think you need Brown on his game for us to kind of come through that. But if you ask me what I think the score will be, comfortable 2-0. I know you ask me my prediction later on and I'll see if I'm going to say the same. No. Okay. Cheers. Thanks. That's a running theme in this podcast. Um, but what do you, speaking about Julian, what do you think he's got to do this time that he didn't do in the, the game that we could beat? Uh, don't let himself be bossed would be the fucking start, but I think he's just got to be smarter. Um, that was really seemed like the first time when we really saw him getting, you know, struggle against a physical yeah. player. He got emotional, and, didn't he? And we've seen yeah. it again. You know, it's, it's something, it might have been the first time, but it has been a recurring theme now and again. I don't know if... The Copenhagen just, boy in Doi, 
for example, he had a right battle yeah. with him over the two games. I thought he learned a bit in this. I thought he, he handled him better in the second game than the first, ironically. But surely he's got to go. I mean, Lennon will be saying to him, you would think, remember that game? Aye. I don't know if there's an element, and this is just me projecting, but obviously Julian is a very big boy. Is there an element of him that he's afraid of or being used to having fills given them against him? So he's maybe a little reticent to get overly physical with strikers, mm. but that's just me. But then he's, exce- he's he's excelled in the European games when he's had the game in front of him and he's he's read the play and used his intelligence rather than, yep. you know, getting roughed up and allowing people to get in his head. Um, does the performance matter? Chris, you're saying that is we can win the league tomorrow. Does the performance matter? Is it just about the three points or do we need to prove that point? Um, tomorrow, uh, Celtic versus Livingston in Livingston. Honestly, just just win. Um, last couple of times, I don't think we've scored there since they've came up. Um, and so, essentially, we just need to win. And I honestly would treat this like a cup final because this we've 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 struggled there. We struggled against them, and if we win this game. We've not won anything, but it's a long way to go to to winning the title. And so for me, it's you win this game, you're right on the, the, the verge of winning the title. So Manny, we've got um St Martin on Saturday, um and <clears throat> we're not we're not gonna go Is it St Martin? I thought it was Ross County, but I think no, we're, we're not gonna go into that. We've got we've got St Martin at home. Um and then we've got a week's break um because we're not playing in Europe. Uh, before the the Rangers game and obviously they've got their their European game we looked leggy we looked tired I I thought um, against uh, St. Johnson obviously it would take it out of them with the conditions of the pitch and stuff we had so many games in December we had what nine games I think in December we won all of them up until the very last one but for us, probably the one that was the most important and the one we really wanted to win. But it, <clears throat> it kind of felt like we, we'd we maybe peaked too early and we were kind of on our last legs by that game. Is there a wee bit of that here? Should we maybe try and rotate the squad a bit more so that we can get players to not peak for the Livingston game or the St. Martin game and maybe be at their best for the Rangers game? Or because of that week off, did we just go for it? It's this time of the season whereby you you just need to keep going. We should just always pick our strongest possible team, I would say. There's no but, but Scott Brown, for example. Well, exactly. You need to make a the problem with Brown is he's a captain and whatever you think of his form, he's you know, you, you see what the team can be like without Brown in it sometimes. It lacks that drive, it lacks that energy. Um I think Lennon's always going to pick an even half at Scott Brown because of what he brings to the team. Um, but we might not think, I mean, it's, we might think differently, but I, th- I don't think it really matters that much because it's something that Lennon's always going to do. Um, but certainly in and around the key players that don't get dropped, like a four-star, Brown, McGregor, we've got enough in there that we can rotate without dropping the quality too much. So... I think we should do that. There's players like El Yunusi. Now, with a 3-5-2, it's difficult to put him in. But I think we all know he's a good player, but you probably want to see him get more of a run of games to get up to speed. 
Elianus is a guy who can do damage against teams, but... Would you expect him to probably play in the Rangers game? And if so, do you then play him in the next couple of games to get him ready? Probably not. And the reason why is because I think he's going to play 3-5-2, assuming in Cham's fit. I think he's desperate to get Cham on the pitch and uh, uh, and play him as one of the three central midfielders. Something that will hopefully help us in this next year on our games, and we didn't really touch on it in Copenhagen, but one big... um, you don't want to make excuses, but one big thing that impacted us was in Cham not being fit uh, for it, Christie being suspended for it, and then you're Harshly. playing a rusty Rogic and an unfit Brown. Um, that's the centre of midfield is obviously very important, but as I say, I think two games, want... those players coming back in should. Is it, really I, 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 still, I, I still think it's. I still think he's got a bit of a headache if in Cham is fit. When it does come to that game, and it's another, you know, it's a few couple of games away, and we'll talk about it near the time. But he's obviously going to have to decide. You saw Christie, and I thought Christie played well at points against him. I don't think Johnson, he did a great but, game, but the no, goal was outstanding. Yeah, but he gets you that he gets you that winner. It's, he's got a bit of a problem there, I think. No, well, not a good problem to have, but he's got a dilemma. Controlling the midfield, and you've seen some of the performances and Cham gives you against him. Genuinely, would be shocked if he didn't play him if he's fit. I genuinely do. Uh, I don't. Uh, I know it's a couple of weeks away, and we've started to move on to that game. Yeah. But I think the whole, but, whole, one of the whole thought processes behind the three-five-two is to get that extra midfielder in the park against them. I, I agree with you to an yeah. extent, but you've got to remember as well. Christie was up until he kind of um, was out for a wee bit there. Looked like he could be player of the year. Christie was on some phenomenal form. Yeah. It's two. If you're if you're breaking it down to those two, which we really are, because Brown's always going to play, as you say, and if he's fit, and McGregor's always going to play. It's two great fucking but choices. What, but one, and that's one, not even thinking about logic. One one thing I'd say though, I think if you were going to have one player to come off the bench and make an impact, it'd be Christie probably rather than Cham. And Cham and Cham's the sort of guy that will control the midfield, and that's what you look for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. Put his foot in the ball, keep possession. Christie's the guy that you can drive you forward if need be. Yeah. yeah. But again, that's a it's a quality you want against Rangers and the fact that Christie's not afraid to get in about it. I, I see, I agree with you. I think you'll go and charm all, all day long. But yeah. So b- we've got a couple of questions on Twitter which I want to come to before we finish up. But uh, very quickly for tomorrow night, prediction, Chris? Um two 0 Celtic. Lovely. Bowd. I'll agree with uh, the bevied gal, two 0 Two 0 and you. What's your prediction, Tommy? Two 0 boy. Two 0 brilliant. Fuck's sake, man! Just all morphed into one. Um, what are you saying? I'm saying four 0 Sixty-five 0 I'm saying two 0 Livy. I'm saying three one actually. Three one. Aye, three one. Aye. Three one. Who's it fault for our goal? <laughs> Big Ayer. <laughs> Case of the Ayers, eh? Um, right. So Twitter, we've got a few questions on the old Twitter box. Um, at PaulBoy88 says, is Bolingoli's Celtic career over? Very quickly, yes or no? I hope not. Largely speaking, yes. Yes, it's over. Uh, I'm going to say no. It's over. Um, Game over. Also, man. do you think Game. Forrest can play as a 10 to utilise him better and get Frimpong <laughs> into the team and play 5-2? No. I, I don't think it's why when you've got Rogic, when you've got Christie and you've got Cham, would it's you impossible. do that? It's impossible. No. Yeah. No. But he has also been pish for us for a while, so oh, yeah. I think you And that's the we can he be, has to we can like, be confident that Neil Lennon will not just you know shoehorn players into positions that they <laughs> 
he's not going to far too tactically astute for that. He's not going to shine in a three-five-two. Think yeah. we, I think we've seen him play really well at Pataudry when we changed the formation and it gave him more freedom. And I think that's something we need to... Because Forrest hasn't been great of late, but Forrest has, he's not. Yeah, he's not, he's not even, a bad footballer. Yeah, aside from the fact the last couple of seasons he's been second or third player, uh, best player that we've had, this season he's been great. This season he's done... He's won games. Um, but if Lennon's going to play 3-5-2, then... He needs to give up Forrest. That's the choice he makes. Yeah. If he wants Forrest in his team, you don't play a three-five-two. If you want a three-five-two, you do not play Forrest. Excellent. Matt Evans at Sky on CSC. Um, obviously, fellow cynic. Yeah, yeah, big um, man. Yeah. He asks: Is the shifting formations between four-two-three-one and three-five-two actually planned, or is it based on the players available? And will it be one or the other going forward for the remain remainder of the season? Because obviously, we've seen them go back to three, uh, four-three-two-one in Europe. That's kind of been this preferred in Europe. I think there's been a bit of both, but the last game obviously played three at the back, which was probably the first. M- Major time we've seen it, mm. really, from, from Lennon this season. I think he's going to go 3-5-2 for the rest of the I think his campaign. biggest issue is the fact that he's went from back to forth. Um, for me... I think it's good having that up your hand, that oh, you can switch on, between it. But the, on, as I said... On. Hey, come on. As I said, he, he needed another centre-back if he really wanted 3-5-2. Uh, Pick. Ilhamid, Yozo are both injury-prone. But you have to be flexible, though. There's exactly. When you have got players so, yeah. injured, you okay, have okay, to be okay, able to But when he's, when he's got players injured and he but plays the, his free, fit centre-backs in between, the one game, I mean, the that's just between, not right. The difference between flexibility and uh, ignorance is the players available. So, Hearts well, like, uh, 1, I, Hibs now. Oh. Oh. There you go. Um, oh, I finished that. Aye, yeah, just like Rangers. <laughs> no, season, I, no right? is, that, is that finished? No, man? it's not finished. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. what were we saying? Aye, three Fart five noise. two. Um, let's round this uh, shit show up. It's uh, pure good. We slagged, we slagged Dyla for uh, plan B was make plan lost. A work. At least Lennon has got two plans. Aye, Jimmy, two plans. Um, uh, Bold Ronnie, MLS debut, defeated. Down to 10 men for like 83 minutes oh, or so. It's a tactical nice. mistake. I love how when I mention Paddy Roberts, you're always like, he's left, he's not into Davis anymore. Still take name it. Well, Ronnie. I'm taking name it Christian, like you do every time you mention I. So. Aye, that's quite right. You keep doing that. That's brilliant. Um, so just it, to confirm, Ronnie and I are both great. It's just that you hate Christian and that's why you're slagging him off. That's official. That's canon. That's stats, that's facts. Um, stats and facts. This has been the Cynic Weekly. I have been your host, Louis McCaffrey. You, you, right there, you drunken mess. <laughs> you have been Chris Gallagher. Thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. Apologise. Apologies. Is this recording, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. It is. I've been watching that thing. Uh, Chris Bowd, you are well on your way now because you've had one and a half. Yep, so that's me. It's, uh, it's almost bedtime. One can down. Absolutely. He'll heal. Um, Sober as a judge. We cup of tea went down nicely. Um, it's been terrific. It's been terrific. <laughs> I've loved it. Uh, I might even listen back. Could you give us uh, at least one star on the iTunes? Uh, Lovely. Hey, you're like me. I'm like you. Um, yeah, give us a rating on iTunes. iTunes is the greatest. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you down the road.